Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Hello, everyone. It is July 8th, 2016, and you are listening to Locked On Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Phil Prosperreich. I am the editor of OrlandoMagicDaily.com, and we are at the very end of Summer League. And yesterday, though, wasn't really about Summer League. It was about introducing... All the new players on the Orlando Magic, all four of the Ma- Magic's big free agent signings were in town to sign their contracts and meet the media for the first time as, a, as members of the Orlando Magic. So we spoke to Jeff Green, DJ Augustine, eh, Bismack Biombo, and Evan Fournier. And on today's show, I'm going to finish up kind of my, my big question segment uh, about who, about what the future of this Magic team is. I'll be talking about who the odd men out might be. Uh, and we'll also hear a little bit from the press conferences because um, the majority of this show is going to be about those player introductions and meeting the new Magic players. And, um, you know, I've been on this show for the last for the last while now really kind of hammering home the questions that I have about this roster. And so maybe I've come off a little negative. And it's most, I'm mostly maybe negative because... I have a lot of questions, and it's pretty clear to me what the Magic are trying to do. They're trying to make the playoffs in 2017, and I'm not 100% sure they've, they've accomplished that. But having said that, this is a very talented group. This is a solid group of players, uh, a group that has a lot of potential. And it seems to me that a big thing that the Magic are trying to do is just let's, let, let's just establish a defensive identity first. And then build from there. It's almost like they're building from scratch in many ways. And uh, certainly looking at the signings and, and listening to Frank Vogel talk about it and listening to the players talk about it, the Magic were focused on improving that defensive end of the floor. And that's something they probably did very, very well uh, in these free agent signings. And, you know, it, it's... It's still going to be difficult to see where the offense is going to come from. Frank Vogel is full of jokes, and, and he joked that you know maybe our best offense will be a missed shot because we'll have such good rebounding with Ibaka, Vucevic, and Biombo there. Uh, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how this all shakes out. And, and certainly, I think the Magic are very capable of having a top, a, a top defense. And as we've seen in the past, if you have a top 10 defense, more likely than not, you're going to the playoffs. And so that is a successful formula to to making the playoffs and achieving this goal, however you want to describe this goal that, that the Magic have this year. Um, but, you know, when, when you look at who the Magic signed and, and, and getting to know, you know, at least in the brief time that we did, these players that, that they brought in, it, it's clear there is there is still something of a mantra that's, Still, kind of a soft-spoken group, but it's still it's still a group that has a ton of defensive talent, and it's going to be up to Frank Vogel to to focus that defensive talent, as he said yesterday during his press conference. Well, ta- talent doesn't guarantee that you're going to be a great defensive team. You know, we've got to make sure that everybody's fully committed. 
Uh, our coaching staff is uh, doing a great job preparing these guys on a night in, night out basis. And, you know, we got to make sure we have guys that, that not only have the ability but care about that under the floor. And we'll talk about it, we'll preach it, we'll drill it. And, um, you know, it, it's my top priority to make sure that this happens with our, with our team. We have, uh, we have the, the personnel to get the job done. Um, and so it's going to be about commitment. Magic coach Frank Vogel, and uh, obviously there's there's that intense focus on the defensive end. Vogel laid out a little bit of what his rotation ideas are and where he sees certain players fitting, and, and I'll be digging into that probably in the next week or so uh, as, as I kind of break all this down uh, for, for you guys. Uh, but we did get a taste of what the Magic are going to look like, and there's definitely a sense that they targeted a guy like Bismack Biombo. They went after him on the very first night of free agency, they made sure they were at his door at July for, on July 1st to get him. It, it wasn't, I mean, I've been talking a lot about maybe playing Serge Ibaka at the five. That was not the idea. The idea was always to have at least one shot blocker on the floor at all times uh, and to have a guy like Biombo in. So we'll, we'll see a lot of Vucevic and, and, and Ibaka playing together, I think. And, and they, they may still be the starter. That's still to be determined. Uh, but the Magic wanted to add... Um, a lot of things in this offseason. They wanted to add that defensive, uh, ex- that defensive length. They wanted to add experience, and they wanted to add toughness. And that was something Biombo said specifically when he was asked about the Magic, that this team maybe lacked some toughness. And you know, Biombo is far from a, a polished player, um, especially on the offensive end. But he does bring a little bit of toughness and a little bit of nastiness. And as, as a lot of players said when they talked about this this new team now. Um, it's going to be tough to score in the paint against them. And that's at least a start. That's at least something. And so um, the Magic felt like they accomplished something uh, in, the, in the free agent signings that they made and uh, in signing Bismack Biombo specifically. Uh, this is a very exciting day for the Orlando Magic and for our community today. Uh, we get a chance to officially welcome Biz to the organization. I can tell you that, uh, you know, as we enter free agency, we have um, – a lot of needs we felt like we needed to address. We wanted to improve our depth. We wanted to improve our toughness and our athleticism along the interior. Um, and we wanted to continue to do so with, with character. And Bismack Biombo fits all those things to a T. Um, as we've watched Biz and studied Biz, uh, he plays with an infectious winning spirit and a competitive spirit. And that is something that we value a great deal and will always value. Um, he plays for the team. He's got an incredible sense of team as well. And so all those factors combined with the type of human being he is, and as everyone gets to, gets to know Biz, I, I know you'll be incredibly impressed. Um, we just think he's a, a tremendous fit for us all the way around. And Biombo uh, was was a pretty impressive impressive guy. I mean, I know I've been personally very critical of the signing, and it's it's not because I dislike Biombo or or dislike the the contract so much. I mean, I think it's a little bit of a big commitment for a guy who's never been proven as a starter. But maybe that's the kind of risk the Magic need to take. And, but um, after the Ibaka signing, I didn't think it quite fit, especially losing Victor Oladipo. But at the same time, Biombo clearly brings. A, a very important skill to this team. He clearly brings uh, a, a defensive ability, a, a defensive shot-blocking ability, the ability to get out on the perimeter and, and defend some guards on, on pick-and-rolls and switches. I mean, I, I can't really describe 
how different this Magic team feels already just based on adding Ibaka and Biombo. I mean, now the Magic have two of the best rim-protecting centers in the league uh, and guys who can get out and guard pick-and-rolls. They have two of the best defenders in the league right now. And if, if Biombo can, can reduce his fouling, uh, the Magic are in really, really good shape uh, as far as what the team, what the team is trying to do. Uh, the big thing with Biombo, though, is is really learning what he's about. And through his press conference comments, you know, it, it, he said a lot of the right things. And so maybe it is press conference, you know, talk. But he was very, very focused in on on winning, uh, on togetherness, on toughness. Um, he's, he seems to be a guy that does kind of get it and knows, you know, that his contributions aren't going to come uh, – uh, in the points total of the box score. His contributions may not even come necessarily on the rebounds total. It's it's about doing what you need to do for the team. And that's always kind of been what Biombo's about just because of, of maybe how he's he's had to develop. And so in that sense, you know, he's a big money acquisition and the Magic needs some scoring still. And maybe, I mean, we don't know where that's going to come from. But if the Magic are really focused on establishing a defensive identity, uh, Bismack Biombo may be the kind of guy that they needed to go out and get in free agency. I'm excited to be here and, uh, and I think uh, when the opportunity came here for, for me uh, to grow off, uh, off the core and on the core was, uh, was something that I thought for myself it was amazing and unbelievable and, uh, and obviously when, when I had a chance to talk to, to Rob and the coach and uh, and uh, got to know a little bit about about the uh, the ownership and, and the players and, and the way uh, the team is thinking uh, about the, the things they want to accomplish here. Uh, I feel very confident, uh, and uh, and I was really excited to be part of it because I think in the end, um, for all of us, what we're trying to accomplish is winning, and uh, and winning to me is very important. So when uh, when the opportunity come. Um, I really feel confident about being here, about being part of the organization, and, and obviously I know the uh, the way the, the 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 whole organization is thinking now. So it's all about uh, winning and taking the the extra step because I, I believe there is a lot of special moments that have been done here in Orlando, and uh, and I think for us is. Is just you know bringing that back to the city and, and just being excited about about you know what we can get to accomplish along the year. So. And obviously, uh, it's it's a, a big a big big step that that both Biombo and the Magic are going to have to take to to make the playoffs. It's going to be uh, interesting to watch how it all. I mean, it's going to be interesting. There's no doubt about it. Interesting how this all shakes out and how it all plays out. Uh, for the Magic, for for Biombo, for for some of these guys, because a lot of guys need to step up, and one of them is going to be Evan Fournier. Uh, he's going to be in a bigger role, a more featured role in the offense. Uh, but it was also painfully clear that Fournier is a guy that believes in the vision that Rob Hennigan has. He 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 thanked Hennigan for the trust that he put in him, uh, in 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 bringing him here to begin with, and and in and in committing to him uh, with a long term deal. The the Magic. Uh, certainly, were were uh, focused on bringing Fournier back, and Fournier wanted to stay too. And and again, that's that's a powerful statement uh, from the ma- from the Magic, from Fournier, from everybody, uh, especially considering 
the changes that have occurred with this Magic team now at the shooting guard position. Fournier is no longer competing for minutes with Victor Oladipo. It's his job, and Fournier, you know, felt doesn't feel any added pressure, and he's gonna step. He feels like he's gonna be able to get the work in and step right up in, into that role. Because I feel great here. You know, I have the confidence of uh, the front office, of uh, the coach, uh, and you know, it means more to me than uh, a team that don't really, you know, knows me and just offers a lot of money. You know. Uh, Basketball is more important to me, and uh, that's why I made this, this uh, choice. <clears throat> you know, since day one, I said that, that I wanted to come back, and you know, I was honest. I was really honest, and uh, so, like I said, that's why. Obviously, a a, a huge signing for the Magic, uh, bringing Fournier back, someone that someone that they really needed to have back, uh, and, and Fournier was seemed genuinely excited to to be to be back on the team and to uh, you know stick with this group, uh, stick with this team that, that's really believed in him. And, and he, you know, he certainly feels he's ready to take another step in his career. Uh, he, I mean, I'll have this up on Orlando Magic Daily probably by the time this gets posted, uh, saying, you know, this is just the beginning. This contract isn't my end goal. I want to be a really good player in this league, and I'm not going to stop working just because uh, the paycheck's a little bit bigger this this time around. So, uh, you know, the Magic also introduced Jeff Green and DJ Augustin. I'm, I'm running a little bit long here, so uh, maybe I'll do something a little more in-depth on them uh, in a little bit. Uh, Jeff Green, you know, seemed really poised on, on bringing leadership to this team. He really uh, spoke about his experience having played uh, with the Boston Celtics and the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, places with strong uh, cultures, cultures of winning. Uh, and so he thinks he can bring that experience to, to this young team and, and help them grow in, in that in that sense in that area. Uh, DJ Augustin, something is very very kind of similar statement. You know, he was he's grateful for the security um, that he said he's ready to work, uh, ready to ready to do whatever the team needs him to do and, and play his style, which is a very kind of offensive focused style and, and a very uh, very um, you know good shooter. You know. You know, just just a good, solid backup point guard. I, you know, I think the Magic made a really good move bringing bringing him in as well. Um, these new free agent signings obviously do create a, a glut in a few places. They do create um, something just a little bit different. And so, you know, this this whole week I've been asking a big question. Uh, you know, each day, I, you know, the first day I asked, you know, what's the team's on Tuesday? I asked, what's the team's identity? Uh, on Wednesday, I asked what direction the team is headed long term, and some of the questions that that still remain on that front. Uh, Thursday, I asked who has the most to gain from the free agency changes that have taken place with the Magic. Today, I'm going to talk about the downside of all these moves. Who are the odd men out, and who are the guys that are hurt by this move, uh, by these moves? Obviously, you heard from Bismack Biombo, you heard from Frank Vogel a little bit. It's pretty clear to me the guy that's hurt the most by this is Nikola Vucevic. You just don't know, not necessarily how he fits, because I think you, you have a basic understanding of how he fits, but his role is going to be def- uh, really undefined, and, and he's going to have to accept fewer minutes in a lesser role. He may have to accept not being a starter. The uncertainty to me is more of the question than anything else. And, you know, do... Where does Nikola Vucevic fit now? He, he, I mean, he's, Frank Vogel said during the press conference with Biombo, he's he, we have two starting centers right now. 
I mean, and this isn't like a quarterback, you know, controversy where if you have two starting quarterbacks, you really have none. The Magic do have two starting centers, and, and can feel comfortable starting either one. The question is, you know, if the team doesn't win, who who gets frustrated? Who gets frustrated and asks for something more? You know, who Vucevic has been the center here for a long time now, has kind of gotten a comfort zone. Um, and while he does have defensive limitations, you, you do need his scoring at points and, and his offense. Um, can he take to defense quickly and, you know, become a, you know, become a reliable defender in Frank Vogel's defense, even if without a shot blocking? Can, you know, what does that mean for Bismarck Biombo and the big contract that he signed? Um, these, these are really big questions that the Magic have to answer in, in some, some way, um, you know, about, about where he fits in. Because obviously Vucevic is a valuable trade chip too. He's someone that you can move to get something of value in return. I'm not sure what that is, but, you know, he's now the, probably the Magic's most valuable trade chip and certainly the one that they could part with the easiest. And, and that's, that's, you know, a, a pretty big statement, you know, to, to say. Um, I think also Aaron Gordon also, you know, could be squeezed out a little bit. Um, I'll be talking a little bit more about some of the rotation decisions uh, on next week's show. I'll be writing a post about it as well because uh, Frank Vogel, for the first time, really answered questions about how he sees this team playing and how he sees the rotation shaking out. He confirmed that they see Aaron Gordon as a three, that Aaron Gordon's probably going to start at small forward at the three uh, and not at the four. We may see him play the four on occasion play kind of the back, be the backup four was without a, without a real point guard there. Um, and so it, it's certainly very, very possible, you know, that Gordon's going to split a lot of time between the two positions, but play primarily the three. What happens if he doesn't improve his shot enough? What happens if the offense really bogs down? What happens, you know, Jeff Green's a $15 million player, you know, someone who can also be a decent trade chip, but, but he's another guy who can, score a lot of points in a hurry and take minutes away from a guy like Aaron Gordon. Um, even, you know, even with Gordon's defensive uh, prowess, you know, Green is going to be going to be there to, to push him a little bit. Um, they're very similar players in a lot of ways. And it's not that Green's a long-term answer, but, you know, Aaron Gordon's got a lot of pressure on him to, to, to have a good season, to get an extension this summer, or to just kind of reestablish his role and kind of set his market for when he's a restricted free agent after next season. Um, after the 2018 season. So, you know, I, I've been wondering this since since the deal was announced last, or since the deal was reported last week. You know, what are, you know, are the Magic using all their players in the most effective manner? And I really do wonder that with Aaron Gordon. And Aaron Gordon is still kind of a, you know, a, um, un, a, a kind of un- molded piece of clay. We don't really know what he is yet. And it's exciting to see what, what he can become. Um, judging by what he did last year, I thought he was a four. I thought he fit better at the four. Uh, but he can play the three. I mean, he can do it. And, and I think I want to see what happens uh, with that and, and, how he, and how he develops. But, you know, I could certainly see Gordon, you know, struggling a little bit or being a guy who doesn't quite fit the expectations that the Magic want, um, as someone who's who's sort of sort of an odd man out um, next year, uh, the, you know there are a lot of moving pieces here. We don't quite know how this puzzle comes together. Um, we'll see that in the next few months and and, and heading into October as as we think about some things. Uh, but it'll be 
it'll be interesting to, to see exactly how it all how it all shakes down and, and, and whether players can step up. And I mean, like I said, that's the biggest question that the Magic have is can all these young guys step up into a bigger role? Can they take to this defensive scheme and be committed to being a top ten defense? Because that's their ticket to the playoffs right now, is is being a top ten defense. Well, I've got to go. I'm actually running late for Summer League. I'm recording this at 9 a.m. on a Friday, and somehow I'm late for Summer League. It's past halftime there at the Amway Center between the Dallas Mavericks and the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Coming up next week, uh, we'll be talking about a few things that are up on the site. I'll talk maybe a little bit more about Nikola Vucevic and Aaron Gordon's future, as well as who the core of this team is. Um, I'll review Summer League on Monday. The the Orlando Magic white team, that's the team filled mostly of of D-League prospects, uh, will be playing for the championship today. So I'll have a complete recap of the championship game and a quick review of Summer League and some of the players that, are, that I really like. I think there are some, some players on, on the Magic Summer League roster that could get a training camp invite, possibly make the team, and also possibly uh, get, get looked at in the D-League a little bit closer for, for mid-season call-ups as well. Um, other than that, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Locked on Magic. Um, Download it. Download the podcast area. You can subscribe on iTunes. If you can't, the old Orlando Magic Daily podcast feed should work, as well as um, finding us on Audio Boom. There's an iTunes link there as well. So go to audioboom.com, search Locked On Magic. If you have any questions, any comments about the show, feel free to send them my way. Uh, I'm always available on Twitter. I will answer pretty much any question you have about the Magic at Omagic Daily. Always accessible. That's what I'm here here to do. I'm here to answer your questions. And of course, if you want to leave us an iTunes review. Go ahead and leave us an iTunes review. It's it's very much appreciated. I haven't checked them in a while. I'll probably check them this weekend. It's been a been a busy, busy, busy week at Summer League. And so um, I appreciate all the feedback that I've gotten. It's been another great week here on the Locked On Magic podcast. Um, you know, it's been a really, really fun, fun show, and hopefully um, I'll get to conti- I'll continue it through the summer, keep giving you some some magic thoughts, a daily dose of magic thoughts. May not go as long as, as some of these episodes have gone, but um, a daily dose, daily dose coming your way each day here on Locked on Magic. So with that, I'm going to close out, get ready to go to Summer League, get ready to get ready to win that championship for, for the Orlando Magic Summer League team. Um, I will see you all Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.